no Christian has to be poor if we had to be poor Jesus wouldn't have said I've been anointed to preach the gospel to the poor what was he preaching to the poor if it's not to correct it then it should be preached to the poor he said I came to preach to the sick and we know when he preached to the sick the God what healed so if he's preaching to the poor then prosperity is part of the gospel it is are you with me it's part of the gospel amen which is able it has an ability I tell people I believe God's word so so much because it has an ability I told you this the other time for by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God it has an ability to he says, I commend you to God to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance amongst them that are sanctified. God's desire is for you to have his word at work in your life. And he has made this possible by bringing to you his message from our man of God, Pastor Roy King. Keep on shining and reigning forever as you receive God's word for your life today. When it comes to reverence in the house of God, it's one thing that is very important. And that's when he talks about godliness. And he talks about it several times in scripture. Now listen to what he says. He's given to us all things that pertain to Zoe and Eusebia. He's given all things that pertains to life and godliness. There is no excuse for you not to live in reverence to the Lord any day of your life. He's given unto us all things that pertains to life and godliness. Praise God. Amen. And so, reverence in the Lord in everything that you do, what he says, and especially in patience. Because he says, add to patience, what? Eusebia. So, for example, I told you, patience is when you are supposed, you, you know, you are, is the attitude you maintain in waiting where you know that what did he say he says that i glory in tribulations because what tribulation worketh patience patience experience experience hope right do you remember and so you actually reverence the lord in these stages you make sure there is godliness in these stages you don't let it because you know sometimes you may be going through something and you tend to get ungodly amen We'll read other scriptures and you get it. And what did he say? Count it all joy when you go through diverse tests or temptations. Knowing that what? Knowing that the trying of our faith worketh patience. Amen. So let what? Patience have her what? Perfect work in you. And in that, you also need godliness. Amen. Glory to God. So that's, that's um, just the introduction. Let's go to the book of uh, Isaiah chapter 11. Isaiah chapter 11. Are you there? Let's read from verse 1. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we read it one, two, three, go? 
And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. That is the first one. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding. That is three. The Spirit of counsel and might. The Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Now these attend the seven spirits of God. The Spirit of the Lord. Hmm? The spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of mind, the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And so you see, now we have the Holy Spirit and we have all seven residing in us. And the spirit of the fear of the Lord is what leads us into godliness. By that we live godly, in reverence to God. And he summed all seven spirits with the fear of the Lord making it so important so for example you have people that are in church and while church is going on amen you see them talking there's no you know full attention while church is going on they are whatsapping you so sometimes I understand when people want to, you know, uh, compare us to the old time. Because when there was no WhatsApp and there were no smartphones, you come to church and at least you are fully concentrated. So why would we let, um, you know, social media and all these things cause a distraction in church? Do you understand what I'm saying? But it's very normal. You can't be you be in church and then as the man of God is preaching, you think probably the person is reading the Bible, yet the person has divided the screen into two. Bible below and then what's happening on top of it. There was one time that I saw where someone was playing game. An adult. At the back, a lady. Amen. Playing game while I was ministering. She said, she's bored. What he's preaching is uh, it's not really interesting like that. Because I wasn't saying, you are blessed. Uh, you know, all those things. Uh, but I'm teaching you the word. And she, she was playing game. And these things, we may, you see, understand this. When we say we are under grace, doesn't mean you fool. It's actually an empowerment to even reverence God better. I'll explain to you godliness and it must be seen so you sometimes as maybe we are in church and then there's worship going on or there's a prayer meeting going on and you can see some people are absent-minded you can tell from the way they are behaving walking looking at people or looking around you see meanwhile in the times of the law you couldn't do that You'll be struck immediately. How dare you? Amen. Thank God for his grace. But that is not to say that you should, you should not do what is right. And so it says, add to your faith. Because you can have faith. But then, when it comes to reverence, you may be lacking in there. 
Do you get it? And that is what causes people to, in quotes, lose the fire. Lose the fire of God. They are not able to be a glow for the Lord. Because now what they used to reverence, they reverence no more. Do you understand what I'm saying? Even with, it can even be with your pastor. Oh, I've heard Pastor Roy preach several times. So, like right now, I know what I know what he's going to say. Like, well, I know, yes, when he starts, he's going to sing first. And so, after singing, I know he'll pray. And maybe he'll minister to a few people and he'll preach the word. Like, I know how Pastor Roy will do it. So, yeah, you know. But probably when you didn't know me first, you'd be like, wow, wow. Is that all still there? Is that godliness still there because if i am your man of god and now even your reverence for me keeps reducing then there is a problem probably because i've become too free and that that's where the temptation is i sometimes wonder and it's just it's just with god because god in the new dispensation has gotten you know family with us free with us and then it causes some people to misbehave and also a cousin amen so like your man of god is free like i am free and because of that you tend to you know misbehave glory to god you tend to uh misbehave because you are free or he's free with you and now when he's not being free and he is all you can't get close to me you can't get close to me then that's when you start complaining and he is doing himself and so now what what do you want <laughs> ask your neighbor what do you want you see it's, it's amazing when pe- people actually want you see, when we were in school and then there was freedom to do things that's when people were hey, but you see, and that's when people were misbehaved but the moment a teacher comes with a cane and that's when everyone wants to behave like we are not animals even animals don't do that so we are some amen and that's how it is with god what you used to reverence do you still reverence how when you come to church you used to reverence his presence and everything that goes on do you still reverence in your daily life do you still acknowledge when certain things come your way or you trust in your intelligence you know there was a point in your time in time in your life where when things were happening you were like oh god it's god oh my god thank you god but now things are happening yeah it's me mm-hmm. man i'm good i'm intelligent man i'm um you see godliness what did we read last week he says there are going to be some people that will come and tell you that gain is godliness and with such abstain from them hello ah is this minister that is leading prayer so <laughs> Is, is this minister that is praying and probably you have a beef with that minister or that brother or sister and so you are that beef comes in between you and God or you like this person's ministration or that person's ministration and so when it comes to the other person you really won't focus you have a problem are you getting godliness 
I'm going to explain. I'm, I'm just giving an introduction. I hope I can finish with it today because godliness and all is big. I don't like it when so so and so ministers. Really, in the same household, appointed by the pastor, and you have a choice. Oh, this one is not able to express himself well when he's speaking English. I like the other one who can express himself well. Really? You see how you've dropped so low? You get it? But you probably don't know. Or I could have done it better than that person. Godliness. When you see someone leading, when we are having church, they're doing worship and all that, and I have approved of it, you have no say. And that's what some people, some people, if they know that, maybe that for example, if the pastor is not around, so because of that, they wouldn't want to come to church. Them say the lead pastor, or maybe they know, like we had a reflection. So this week is so so and so who is going to pray, and that one day I'll come. But since it's this one, then she get it. You see, so reverence in all things with God. Some little things. That's something. Ask yourself: Is this still there? Even with your personal fellowship with the Lord, is this still there? Or you just shabla da 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 da. There's a time where. When you are even doing shabla da blah blah, there is this consciousness. But now it's more like shabla da blah 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 blah. Thank you, Lord. Now you know you've you've got the um you know the um what's the word? You've you've got to know the you know uh pardon. <laughs> yeah, you're on a certain level. You see, but I want to use this for like now you've you you are now an orator in prayer. So Charlie, now like when you just get up now, you rattle it. You see. You rattle it and then that's it, you go. You see, now that reverence is gone. And then probably you've sang, we've sang, and this happens a lot. So sometimes you've sang a particular song several times in church. And you're saying, can't we get a new song? This song is old. Ask the angels, for billions of years, they've been saying, holy, 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 holy. Yet they haven't lost the reverence. How old are you? How many holies have you said? How many times have you bowed down? That's when you even kneel small, then you are complaining. Eh, Pastor Cry, he likes kneeling down too much. When he kneels now, we all have to kneel. When you stand there, it's like only you, you've told me. So me, cry, you they let me kneel, but it's not from your heart. Do you know what even causes me to kneel? Then the next one. When he kneels, I just don't want him to lie down because what I'm wearing, nah, that one day people lie down, me cry down, even lie down. I'm telling you, this runs, it runs through the minds of people. Should I lie? Should I? The kneeling is enough. Yeah, let me just kneel. Uh, you see? Yeah, the kneeling, the kneeling is a, Let me just kneel. Ah, you've done some before. <laughs> no, let, let me have a witness. Let me see if I have a witness here. Oh, come on, don't be shy. You, 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 have, you have sometimes people thinking that way. And so the reason they are kneeling is because other people are kneeling. And they don't want to seem out or off. 
It's not a part of their personal life. But all we do is for our training. Even to bow. Lord, we bow and worship you. Lord, we bow. Lord, we don't ask and say, I'm bowing in my spirit. You see? So even in the songs we sing, how do they affect your emotions? How do they affect your actions? Are you just singing them? You get what I'm saying? The, the angels bow down in adoration. We join them now as we lift our voice. We cry, worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Then now, the angels bow down. We are joining them in bowing down, yet you are standing. You see, in these little, 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 little things, we lift our hands to you, oh God. We lift our hands. You are enjoying the group, yet your hands are not up. It's like we are saying uh, uh, it's time to give offering. And then you say, I've given my offering. Yet you didn't put anything in the basket. But you say you've given your offering. So they bring the basket and they tell you, I've given my offering. Uh, oh, I, I've given my offering. Where's the action? You see, so, and you understand that lifting up of hands is even an offering to the Lord. So when you are saying, I lift my hands and your hands are down, what are you offering? But when you find yourself in that predicament, and now you realize that God is all that you have now, that is where you even cry in His presence. When you are even saying, God, you are so good. Let's get the normal song. Lord, you are so good will move you to tears. Lord, you are kind. Lord, you are wonderful. My God, you are excellent. It will move you to tears. Then now when everything comes back on track, Amen. So, the fear of the Lord, godliness, holy reverence in all. Amen. I, like, I think about it yesterday. I was on YouTube watching the Clark Sisters minister. I was having the earpiece in my ears. And as we're ministering, all of a sudden, I just felt the anointing. I can't go into details what I was experiencing and what I saw, but I was like, whoa. Now, the music was nice, but the Lord just gave me a different perspective as to what I was experiencing at the time. I wasn't just watching it for the fun of it. Do you understand? So, are you losing that godliness? You shouldn't. Mm -hmm. um, at dawn, was it dawn or midnight? It was around 2 a.m. I was um, going through this guy's um, biography, Chris Tucker. I was, I was done praying and I was going through his biography. I don't even know why. But I, I, I liked his movies, you get it. But I was going through his biography. I saw a recent post of him and he, he was looking all good and all that. And so when I went, I went through his life and all. and. Um, 
how there were you know worldly stuffs at a point and all that and you know he's a comedian and messing up like you know can make you laugh and he uses all those so when when i was going through and then the latter part of their their writing they said he is now a devout christian and has refused to use vulgar words in his comedy when even doing movies and i was like whoa he has decided to that no matter how he's a comedian when you are getting him to star in a movie he's not going to use certain words anymore because of his christianity then now i was reading on jackie chan and while reading i read on him i read on jackie chan i read on jet lee so i was reading on um jackie chan and all through his um years of acting he's now 66 and all through his years of acting he's a he's a buddhist okay and he also said that he will never use the f word in his movies since he began because of his um should i say his uh, respect to buddha and i just realized that most of his movies he will never, even if he he will be there then he doesn't then he say something else like he will never use it it's, no yet he is he's he's a great um, actor amen chris taka is christian yes jackie chan is not christian but see the decision he made think about it yet you have christians who are into photography and because i'm a photographer i need to take pictures of everything how can you be a christian photographer and take pictures of nudes because of the money what did job say i made a covenant with my eyes that i ain't gonna glory to god yeah just because of the money Caris is a grace-based ministry headed by the Lord Jesus Christ and led by his servant, the man of God, Pastor Ray King. Our vision is connecting the world to Christ and raising men unto perfection. Our purpose is revealing the righteousness of God to man and our mission, preaching the gospel to everyone in our sphere of contact. We welcome you to join us in worship across our various fellowship grounds. On Tuesdays, we have the Hour of Intimacy from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. And on Wednesdays, we have Cell Meeting from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. The locations are Red Top at Wager, Galilee at Ablekuma, Mile 7 at Achimota, University of Ghana Campus, Adenta House and Down, Noble House at East Legon, Junction Mall at Sakumono, Bachelor Total at Spintex, Sunshine Hospital at Airport, Spintex KFC, and Community 5 at Tema. Our Sunday Ipoikodomio services take place at the Zion Convocation Arena at North Legon, Popol Street, Hatchel, from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. and Red Top at Wager from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. You can contact our team on 
020-099-8099 or 055-592-6251. The Temple of Paris, forever we are kinging in Christ.